Amber. Hi, Megan. How you doing? Ah, uh, you know. Well, I guess we're done here. <laughs> welcome to Bad Movies Rock, Amber. Oh, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, Megan. Welcome to what was the name of this thing again? Mm, don't remember. Something, something, rock. Whatever. We watched a rock movie. We I remember the important our... part. Yes, you did. Proud of you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We watched Skyscraper today. So the rock in this movie is a U.S. Marine war vet- veteran and then an FBI hostage rescue team leader. I know. The things really? you find out from Wikipedia, right? None of that comes up in the movie. <laughs> I had no idea he was a U.S. Marine war veteran yeah. before being an FBI agent for five seconds in this movie. Right. The movie starts, and I'm not going to get into it too much, but the movie starts with a flashback 10 years ago. And apparently, b- before even that, he had a different career, which I don't, it's just, yeah. That's he needs remarkable. backup story under and backup story behind the backup story. What was his motivation for being an FBI agent? Yeah, well, he was a U.S. Marine, obviously. Let's let's go back. Let's think about it. Of course. That would be a flashback from like 10 years before for the tragedy that led him to get discharged from the Marines to Mm -hmm. then join the FBI. Right, exactly. Because, of course, we need tragedies to spur on new careers. Of course we do. That's how careers get spurned on, Amber. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I set my house on fire. I'm like, oh, time for a new job. Time to go. Well, this is a message from from the universe. Mm-hmm. It is time for some life changes. Maybe right. I should get married and have a couple kids. There you go. Which is what um, uh, The Rock does. The Rock is um, playing Will Sawyer. His wife is Nev Campbell. And they have two kids who are apparently twins. And The Rock is now a private security consultant who is like... Um, assessing this huge ass 255 story tower named the Pearl, um, which is in Hong Kong. It's like the biggest tower ever. It's got all these really fancy, um, it's a wind turbine tower that makes its own energy. It's got these really fancy fire protecting things and security and so essentially what The Rock is doing is making sure that he's an independent insurer assessor and um then he's gonna tell Zhao that his building is safe and it can go ahead and uh, get insured and people can move into the top half of the building right right because the bottom half has already been open to the public as sort mm-hmm. of like a fancy skyscraper mall theme park with a yeah forest in the center course there's a forest in the center yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and as part of the package of course his family gets to live in the as yet uninsured unopened second half of the residential building yeah yep they seem they're staying there for a while seems like yes yep that um, won't come up later it sure won't um chin han is plays uh zhao who's the um the Chinese tech entrepreneur who is the financier and owner of the Pearl. He's the visionary billionaire. Don't sell him short. Excuse me. You're right. Um, so uh, the plot of this movie is that um, this other guy who's a like crime syndicate boss in Hong Kong is trying to get a MacGoober. What? It's not. He's not even a crime syndicate boss. 
Well, he's it's a, so much more works, unbelievably convoluted than that. He works for... Okay, you go ahead. He works no. for a crime syndicate. Yeah, he, <laughs> it's, it's sort of like Dwayne Johnson's extended backstory, only they cram it into the movie at the last second. Yeah. There's just... I, I don't even know why I'm bothering to make it more explicit. I think I just like coming in and correcting you. Sure. So that people can understand that I am just that kind of person, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So he's not a crime syndicate boss. Right. He's okay. the strong arm guy for mm-hmm. three different syndicates. So he's sort of an entrepreneur, you know? Like he's uh-huh, sort of uh-huh. an independent contractor that does the blackmailing dirty work for three different syndicates. Of course. So Excuse me. And this is this is something we learn at the very end of the film, mm-hmm. just before he dies. So we have no idea why he's there in the first place other than the fact that he wants the, the MacGuber. Yeah. And so, yeah, so this this guy like they they say oh he works for three different syndicates. Okay. We we don't know who those syndicates are. He just does. Yep. And he extorted money out of Zhao when he was building the building, which Zhao paid. Yes. But what? I was I was hoping you'd pick it up. I'm really oh, bad at I explanations. See. Um but when Zhao was paying Bota, um, he put in some sort of virus into his payment so that he could find out where the money was going to and find out like all their secret um money places and who was making the deposits and Banks. I think they're called banks, Amber. So Zhao gave the money to Bota. Bota gave the money to three different syndicates. The syndicates then laundered that money. And in that process, he was able to learn the names and identities of every single person involved in all three syndicates. Right. Which he then put on a single drive and hid in his big, beautiful new building. Mm-hmm. as insurance against having to make any future payments. Like, he's like, I, I paid you my protection money, and now right. you leave me alone, or else... Or I'll expose everybody. Yep. And then the crime syndicates turned to Bota and said, this is unacceptable, fix this. And, of course, the simplest way to fix this was to set the top half of the pearl on fire so that Zhao goes and gets the only thing he cares about before he leaves. Yes, yes, Bota, uh, before we know any of this, because of course, I am not kidding that we learn all of this in the last moments of the movie and just Mm -hmm. kind of a two-minute explanation that is I think one of my favorite scenes just for, for psychologically pleasing reasons. Yep. But as he's setting the building on fire for reasons that we of course, have not yet learned. He says the best way to find out what a man loves is to set his house on fire. Right, exactly. Goes the man goes and gets his favorite shirt or whatever. Yeah, which it looks like is is what Zhao's about to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. oh, oh, that's not a window. It's a high tech hologram window that hides an old school safe. I did appreciate the old school safe. Yes, you know, very nice, super super high tech. And then oh, well, that's just a it's just an old green <laughs> safe. Yeah. All right. Well. You go, Zhao. Mm-hmm. Kicking it old school sometimes. Yeah. Pushing the envelope and looking back. Yeah. So, um, they, the, the, the issue that how The Rock gets involved is because his family, um, is in the building when it gets, catches fire. So The Rock has to, 
um, obviously get into the building, save his family, decide if he wants to save Zhao or not, or turn on Zhao, and then um, in order to save his family, and then kill all the bad guys, and then get out of the fiery inferno. Yeah. The the end. The end. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's the movie. Burning building, action star, gotta save his family. Of course. Bad guys, visionary billionaires. Mm-hmm. There you have it, Skyscraper. Skyscraper. Now you don't need to watch it. Yep. Amber. Yes, Megan. Look, we've rebuilt the Critics' Corner. Oh, it's sort of very Buddhist at this point. Yeah. You know, we make it just to destroy it. Yeah. I figure, like, the less that, um, the less we put in construction, the better, because it always ends up going on fire at some point, so... Yes, I see that most of it is constructed of cardboard at this point. I I do appreciate the liberal use of glitter. It kind of livens up the fact that you clearly seem to have pulled this out of a dumpster. That's cool. It'll burn well when this time comes. So, on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it a 47 and the audience gave it a 64%. Uh, 51-54 on Metacritic. Cool. How do you feel about that? How does it make you feel, rock lover? Um, I think it's about right. <laughs> I, yeah, that seems exactly right to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't want to give away the punchline of, of um, the ratings, but yeah, this movie was, was fine. Give away the punchline. Oh, 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 I see. I see. You are actively trying not to use the phrase K so that they'll listen to the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. That makes Get perfect it. sense. Yep. I'm glad you're doing that. Mm-hmm. I certainly wouldn't want to ruin it. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, the general gist, the consensus was you've seen it before, but you've seen it with probably better sarcastic wit, quippiness, and a better villain. It's ridiculous action, and there's a little bit suspense, and it's just good enough to make it entertaining, but forgettable. Yeah, and I mean... I found, and and some of the critics kind of say this as well, but like, it takes itself a little bit seriously. And Mm. for all the ridiculous things that are going on, it it should not be taking itself as seriously as it does. Oh, absolutely not. Half the fun is the tongue-in-cheekness of having a ridiculous action movie say, oh, I'm silly, look at me go. Leaning into it, for sure. Exactly, exactly. And I think I I said that when, when the credits start to roll in that very serious Jamie and Commons track comes on yeah like let me be your hero or something it's it's Mm -hmm. very somber and serious as it lovingly goes over a cgi burning building and the actor's names roll it's like oh you you meant this this is conviction right here yeah yeah all of the credits they are going like yeah just loving shots of a make-believe building on fire It's, it's a little bit much it's a bit much None of the critics had anything bad to say about The Rock. Well, I should hope not. They, they all love him. He's personable. He's great. And if anything was wrong about with the movie, it wasn't him. And he did his best with what they gave him. Yeah. So are we out of the critics' corner? Are we, we going to leave that Well, behind? so this, this kind of ties in a little bit to critics because oh. um, something we haven't mentioned and was criticized in this movie is that The Rock is an amputee. He's a blow a below-the-knee amputee. Um, he lost his leg in a scene we'll probably talk about later. 
and there's questions from um, kind of the amputee community and from Paralympians who are like, hey, if you're going to have an amputee in the movie, why not have an actor um, with an amputation or prosthetic play this role or at least have a conversation about this rather than just kind of it, it really is an offhanded thing. Yeah, it, it does come off as is more of an affectation and a prop than an attempt to to say anything or or have right. it be a part of his story or you know, the rock faced criticism for this and he actually went and tried to kind of mend some bridges with you know, he spent some time with some amputee communities and talking about uh skyscraper and he talked about, you know, thank you for um, amazing and enlightening dialogue after, you know, sh- having a private screening for this community. Anyway, it's it, it was just a little bit like, eh, you're using this as a as a prop and as like a like, oh, let's let's. He's been through some stuff and like, eh, you, you know, you don't need to. And I feel like the damage control afterwards right. makes it e- seem like even more of kind of this afterthought prop before, affectation right. thing. Like, the, the fact that these conversations didn't happen beforehand does mean that it was sort of an invisible decision right. of, hey, let's just do this. Oh, that's a great idea. That, you know, adds depth and makes all yeah. of the stunts that, that much more, you know, difficult and harrowing yeah. and... Okay, well, like, like maybe talk, mm-hmm. talk to some folks, talk to some folks, and like maybe get their perspective on this character and and what right. living with an amputation would be like, and and having a prosthetic would be like, and and beforehand, doing yeah, these physical activities, like after maybe have that conversation yeah, for sure. beforehand. And this is happening more and more in movies where I I don't know that things are changing as much as we'd like, but where cis actors play trans. Um, people or um well i mean it goes back for a very long time (laughs) italians playing native people and like you know we talked about sausage party and bill Hader doing um the voice of a native person like and and how do that to me i'm gonna have to go into my cone of silence i'm sorry i'm sorry um there's a new movie coming out um, what is it? Colin Firth and Stanley Tucci, and they play this gay couple. And there's a lot of like, like, hey, why didn't you just hire gay actors to play that couple, right? You know. And again, it, I know that it comes down to like star power and that kind of thing. But you know how stars got their power? It's by being cast in films, right? Representation and visibility do actually matter. People mm-hmm. spend much more time connecting with and consuming, you know, entertainment media than they do the news. Case in point, me. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, that's just how things go. And that's the way you're going to push the needle by having, you know, the bodies that, that you're trying to represent actually be filled by the people you're representing and have their stories be told in a much more honest and genuine way. Right. And so that people can start normalizing the things that kind of feel ooh, out there or uncomfortable to them. Right. Or that they just don't have contact with on a daily basis. Yeah. And if you care enough to tell a story then maybe hire the people who the story is about you know or or get their voices yes in your story right for sure if you want to stick with your star power then make sure that you hire people to help you nuance the story in a way that feels authentic and genuine to the community you're trying to represent exactly. it's 
not that hard. No. And it also means that you're getting those bodies and those stories into the places that they need to be right. to be told. Yep. Although I, you have the stupid fucking Adam Sandler shit, Netflix <laughs> shit, where like they did go ahead and hire some native folks to like help them in their movies but then they listen they didn't even listen to them so cool yeah. great mm -hmm. well, they took the first step but yep. then all the other steps after that were just too hard yeah remember the listening step there's you know mm-hmm yeah so representation matters and you know don't thoughtlessly put some shit in your movie without even yeah without thinking about it beforehand or talking to the communities that you're trying to have in your movie without actually having them in your movie yeah if, if it's an afterthought then it means you've you've done something wrong you fucked up so um the movie starts with a uh 10 years ago flashback where oh, i love this flashback oh, what the fuck is going on in this flashback why? so um it's like a it's a hostage scene where a guy has held his um wife and kids hostage and like you were just hearing this like through the um police scanners and we're kind of um you know film it you know the it's it's tracking around these all these police cars outside and um they said okay let's send in the team and then all of a sudden from like behind this person's house like from like i want to say like somebody was like under their like wood pile and like just like boop here i am <laughs> Oh, um, God. Like propelling oh, God. down a mountainside that was behind their house, if I recall. It's, yeah. So it's the Rocks FBI hostage rescue team um, that blows a hole in the, the wall and then, like, comes in and the guy is in the kitchen and he's got his son, um, dun dun dun. And the Rock makes the call. What? No, oh, no, you you you're ruining it. You're ruining this sorry, moment. Sorry, sorry. It's it's not your fault. Mm -hmm. It's not your. You're you're going for the facts, but you're avoiding the emotional impact, I'm and we sorry. need that. Yeah, you're So right. that we can understand the intensity mm -hmm. of the final scene. This is a book-ended yes, movie. You're correct. I what do we have here? And this scene, this scene, I love this. There are so many elements of this scene that just fill me with such what the fuck joy. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm taking this over yep, from you. I'm do it. snatching it I'm, I'm sorry. away from you. Not You've doing done it nothing justice. wrong, but you're not doing it justice. I apologize. I'm sorry, Megan. Take it. Okay. Take it, Amber. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to ignore the lead up to this because I need to get back to it. They blow the hole in the wall. Mm -hmm. Somehow they know that the family is not on that wall. Good. But the rest Phew. of the intel is shit because they blow the wall, the father is standing facing away from them and then you see the the mother and two kids nobody's like where's the third kid mm -hmm. they're just like okay we've got him dead to rights and then he slowly turns around and he has his son mm -hmm. how the fuck are you not gonna know there's another kid and you don't see him or you're like yeah. oh shit is he a fine red mist that we just exploded into the air no they're just like oh we're gonna shoot him mm -hmm. uh oh he's got a boy but wait he doesn't have a gun, so let's definitely not shoot him in the head. Right. But then, oh, he puts the boy down and he has a bomb strapped to his chest. Cool explosion. And that's the making of The Rock. Yep. Yep. In this movie. Yes, exactly. That's where The Rock has um, um, burns and that's where um, he lost um, the lower part of his leg. It's a difficult moment. It is. A lot of serious choices have to be made. Yep. Do we shoot him in the head? No. 
Oh, but we didn't know about the best. Yeah, it was the Rock's call, and he has been... He's just been beating himself up about it ever since. He put down a gun, Amber, and he's not going to pick his sword up again. I do love that <laughs> moment where he's talking to his friend Ben. Mm-hmm. Who was also who there. Who has gotten... Who's, he, was, he was part of the team. Mm-hmm. The, the, the extremely large FBI covert ops army team mm-hmm. that was called in to infiltrate this family's yard. Right. <laughs> As you pointed out, they were white people, so no wonder they're expending no expense to um, rescue these these white children. It was a nice white family. We Mm -hmm. just we can't we can't pull any punches. I, as you're panning around this house and you're hearing the police radio explain the situation, there's just it pulls back from the house, and then you see oh no, like the 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 window on on the driver's side door of a cop car has a bullet hole through it, and Mm -hmm. oh no. There's a dead police officer. And then you pull back farther and you see SWAT. And then people just kind of casually strolling around. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait. So we're just assuming that guy's dead? Apparently. And we haven't removed the body. We're just, we're just, gonna, you're just going to leave that there. Mm-hmm. You're just, you're cool with that body being there. And we're assuming he's There's dead. There's no way to save him. Yep. There's, okay. We're just, we, you've moved on. Okay. The camera's moved on. We've moved on. We're not going to talk about him anymore. Yep. Yep. We're just setting the stakes, Amber. <laughs> setting the stakes. There's, there's an officer down. They even say, like, an officer down. They don't know he's dead. I don't, ugh. I love this scene so much. You don't, why is any of this happening? It doesn't matter because the point is, mm-hmm. after he gets blown up and he's going into the hospital to get treated, mm-hmm. you see the face of Nev Campbell. Yeah, and you and called she tells it. Him it's going to be all right. And you called it right away that he's going to marry that doctor. He's going to marry that doctor. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was Nev Campbell when before when she was putting that mask on. But he married that doctor, he and did. he he fathered twins with her. Mm-hmm. And now he's it's. I love that. Well, he's talking to his friend who is also in the explosion and who has gotten him this security job. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, if it, if it weren't for what happened, I wouldn't have my family. I wouldn't have my wonderful life and, and my kids. And yeah. man, it is amazing how the explosion of a 10-year-old boy can really just really spin your life together. Yeah, it really does. This is all about The Rock's journey, Amber. This is all about The Rock's journey. That boy had to die for <laughs> The Rock to figure out uh, that he didn't want to be an FBI hostage rescue team leader anymore. Yep, yep. Sometimes, you know, life life throws you a curveball. And if you can hit that curveball, mm-hmm. then it's cool. The person who threw the curveball is, is going to die in a fine red mist. But For you, sure. sir, are going to find the love of your life. Yep. And start a new company. Yeah. That's, you know, you, you it's a tiny, tiny new company that only you have, but... A visionary billionaire who built the tallest skyscraper in the world mm-hmm. is definitely going to hire you because your friend Ben said he's real good. Yeah. So we find out pretty quickly, and Amber called it almost as soon as she saw Ben, that he is in cahoots with um, Bota. Yes. Yes. And he's he's using the rock. Mm-hmm. To get access to the building's security system. Right. So that Bota can go and set it on fire. Because mm-hmm. if, if they don't have access, then the fire prevention system, which is beyond state of the art. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would immediately put it out. Right. So, of course, they know that since he's doing the insurance third party security check, mm-hmm. Zhao will give him a tablet that gives him full access to the building systems. Obviously, just what you would do. Which they will then steal off of the rock mm-hmm. and use to do the whole thing. And 
to Ben's credit, he does get the Rocks family out of the building for for an overnight. Yeah. He's like, oh, I, I set up a special thing where you can go and watch the pandas get their overnight feeding. So, right. you know, they're out of the building. Good job, Ben. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Ben did not mean to kill his family. Um, I, You know, I think he didn't even really mean to get the Rock involved in besides like grabbing that tablet off of him and having somebody mm-hmm, steal it mm-hmm. from him. So like Ben was trying to do the right thing while also catching a building on so fire. It, yeah, like do the wrong thing in the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like as like a friend would. Like I'm setting you up to possibly be responsible for this horrible right. terrorist act, but mm-hmm. your family will live and you'll live to go to jail. It's great. Right. Except ugh, God damn it, The Rock didn't put it in his man bag. He did. He put it in his jacket. Yeah. So then his friend had to try and kill him. But then, of course, he can't kill him because he's Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not possible. And and The Rock, the, he told The Rock with his dying breaths that his family was supposed to be out of the building. Right. Yep. Right. And his The Rock's family came back because his son was having a um, asthma attack, something like that. They don't actually say that, but... An attack. They keep saying an attack. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got the asthma. We see him mm-hmm. with an inhaler at one right. point. All that smoke's not going to be good for him. Mm-mm. He seems to oh, get dear. along pretty good, but... Surprisingly, yes. Yeah. Yep. You think it's it pretty far up that building. Yeah, you think it's going to be more of a thing, but it, it is not. <laughs> yeah, that's really strange, because mm-hmm. they're climbing stairs in a building that is on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know a lot about asthma, but I feel like... Those two things combined is sort of like a perfect storm of, well, that kid doesn't breathe anymore. Right. Right. And I, th- I feel like they, they try to set these kinds of stakes and then they amount to precisely nothing. So, so we know, we, we also know it's established when he's talking to his friend Ben that he's done with the action man stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, like since that, that exploding boy day, mm-hmm. he hasn't touched a gun in 10 years. Not. And he put his sword down, and he's just—he's just never going to pick it back up again. Right. I don't know why he switched from gun to sword, but I guess he turned himself into some sort of like samurai warrior yeah. in that moment, you know. Well, don't worry; the, neither guns nor swords will come up again. So, nah, 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 nah. He's done. He's mm-hmm. done with all that. He's done with it. Yeah. So, um, the bad guys decide to, and and why exactly they decide to set the fire at precisely the middle of the building. I don't know. That was their plan, so that's what they did. So they they put down all this chemical that apparently um, ignites when um, water hits it. So they fill a floor with this white powder chemical and use a flare, not to catch the powder on fire, but to start the um, fire system. And uh, it puts the sprinklers on, the sprinklers ignite the white powder and set everything on fire. Yeah, the secondary CO2 system doesn't trigger for reasons. And then they eventually get the tablet mm-hmm. from Dwayne Johnson. Right. And they turn off the fire prevention system entirely. Yes. So, like, they open up the vents, they open up all the floors, and they just send that fire spiraling up the building. They do. I love the fact that the beginning of this movie, you know, once you've moved past, you know, explosions and having kids, you know, you move to the present time. Every bit of information that you get for, you know, the 10 to 15 minutes following the flash to present mm-hmm. is basically a what's about to happen in this movie moment. Yes. Uh-huh. 
for sure. You know, you 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 introduce the tablet, you introduce mm-hmm. the titanium doors on Zhao's panic room, right. you introduce the turbines that power the building, you introduce the the park forest in the middle of it, you introduce mm-hmm. the fire suppression system, and it's so it's all of these elements, and then you introduce Zhao's funhouse mirror room. Yeah, that there's the the building is called the Pearl because there's this like really large ball at the very top of it which is also apparently a holodeck yes it's a holodeck mixed with a funhouse right it's a holodeck with like like you said like just all these panels that come out of the floor that um can function um as mirrors essentially and you can get lost in where you are or who you're standing next to amber this won't come into That's- you know. No, yeah. obviously not. That's not going to, you know, he's, he's having a conversation with Zhao and he's looking at him and Zhao's like, oh, but that's not me. I'm over there. <gasps> he was on my left when I was looking to my right. Oh, it's such a realistic portrayal through mm-hmm. these LED whatever, whatever. Uh, yeah. Reasons. The things people spend their money on. I know. That's so true. Madness. So at some point, Zhao's finally convinced that he needs to go and get his MacGoober and they need to leave via the helicopter that is obviously up on up on the top floor. Oh yeah, I I love how chill he is about the fire he's to begin so with. Chill. He's just that the entire ninety six floor is on fire. Okay, shouldn't we maybe take the helicopter and go? Oh, that's that's over a hundred floors beneath us. It will never make it up here. Mm-hmm. My fire suppression system is state of the art, gentlemen. Yep. It is. He's just like, whatever, it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. As the fire grows, he's still kind of, whatever, it's fine about it. Yep. Yep. It's awesome. Ooh, I do like that when he learns that the Rocks family is still in the building, mm-hmm. immediately sends security people yeah. down. He's like, okay, let's go get them and we'll all go we'll all helicopter leave. out of here. Yep. Like, that's it. Enough is enough. I, I agree now. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Very nice. Yeah. And, uh, um, they end up going out um, to the helicopter where the head security guy of Zhao's notices that that's not their pilot, Amber. Oh, dip. Oh, shit. Well, what happens, Megan? What? Why are you describing this scene? It seems so <laughs> mundane. Oh, boy. It's so good. So the the British insurance guy who's like there with Zhao, like, we all saw him being real hinky and uh, he pulls a gun and shoots at people and then the bat, all the bad guys come in and they shoot at people and this secure head security guard goes down, but he's not quite dead yet, Amber. Oh man, that's awesome. That means he gets one final dying act before they realize he's not quite dead yet. And he uses it to shoot the pilot of the helicopter. Wait, 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 wait. He doesn't shoot Bota, the bad guy? Yeah, I mean, I guess there were just so many bad guys around that would have really made a difference, maybe. But he... Oh, I'm not against this. I, I think this is great. It's like, fuck you. None of you are making yep, it out of you here. Want... Okay, guess what? <laughs> fuck everyone. Fuck that helicopter. He may just be a Megan-type person. Mm-hmm. Fuck that helicopter. Yeah, this is my I've last... always hated it. My last dying <laughs> breath. Fuck you, helicopter. Yeah, yep. it's great. The helicopter then, for reasons, um, flies into the building and like chops people up with a blade and then explodes into the building. Oh, it's really good. 
Megan was so happy. I was very happy with this. Watching this scene with Megan is pretty magical. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. There was cheering. There was jumping up and down. It All right, great. so Zhao not getting out of the building, mm -hmm. not not through the helicopter. Bota seems to have him, but this helicopter disaster has bought him time to run back to his panic room with its titanium doors. Oh my God, we're coming back to it. Yeah. And he slips inside in the nick of time. Yes, indeed. They have access to every system in the building, but wouldn't you know it? The only way to access that panic room is from the inside. Which Whatever is... Whatever are they going to do? Yeah, which is smart. Like, why would you have a panic room that could be accessed on the, like, building security system? Right? Good work, Zhao. Exactly. Good work, Zhao. Yep. But don't worry, he did build a back door just he in case. He did. And so, uh, blah, blah, blah happens. They end up catching the rock and his daughter. Um, and... They essentially tell The Rock, who they know is kind of an expert in this system, as much as, I don't know, anybody who's been introduced to it, you know, a few days before can be. Um, uh, they tell The Rock that he needs to find a way in or they're going to throw his daughter off the top of the building. No, anything but that. He doesn't care about his own life, but he does care about hers. He does. So he finds a way. And, of course, the only way to get into that room is to do a systems reset from inside the wind turbine. We, we, I mean, he hasn't been climbing around outside the building enough. He hasn't. Yep. Yep, exactly. So he punches a hole through the window, ties a rope to himself, puts duct tape sticky side out on his hands and feet so that he can hold on to the side of the building, Amber. Mm -hmm, yep. Mm -hmm. Well, he carefully ledges to the wind turbine. Right. And then he. Which is a, a jumping puzzle. It In is. fact, he has to jump from the ledge oh. to the turbine. He's got to time it just right so he doesn't get sliced in half. I hate jumping puzzles, Amber. Oh, I hate jumping puzzles. And I, you and I were both just, I know exactly what would happen. Mm -hmm. I would make it on the first jump. Sure. But then I'd overcorrect in panic, just launch myself right into those turbines, Back and then in. I would never make that jump again. Yep, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yep. I would just never make the jump. This is my video game nightmare. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the rock he does makes it. it. The rock it's does totally it. Fine. And then he was, he's able to reset the system. And then all of a sudden, this, for reasons, plume of um, fiery death is coming from beneath him. And he has to jump out. And he just jumps out. He doesn't even count it this time. He just, like, mm -mm. gotta go. <laughs> Thank goodness for his good fortune continuing in life. Yeah. He's just very good. Very good yep. at Jumping puzzles. Climbs back up to Zhao, and then Zhao explains why everybody wants the MacGuffin mm -hmm. and who Bota is. Yep. And yep. We get explanation for everything. Why all? What I my favorite part of this scene is partially how ridiculously convoluted the explanation is, considering how little time and how little importance it actually has on the bearing of the story. Right. My second favorite part is that. He's basically, okay, demanding that Zhao explain things right. to him. Yep. And then immediately saying, I don't care. Yep. Yeah. He says, he's got my daughter. Her life is the only thing I care about. Give me the magoober. I'm going to that roof. Yes. It, it was just, please tell me the story. Okay. Fuck that. Fuck the story. <laughs> fuck your story. <laughs> Nothing matters. This is what they want. I'm going to the roof. Mm -hmm. That's the only part I actually needed to know. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. If this were a self-aware movie, if this were like a lockout scenario, it mm -hmm. definitely would have been, well, they want this thing. Okay, cool. But don't you want it? No, I don't care. Yep. Mm -hmm. But it's it's kind of, nope. Nope. Super not I did important. it for a good reason. Whatever. Fucking who cares? I don't, sure. That's, that's cool. But I don't, I'm just going to go. Do you want to come? 
Yep, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so they, um, and essentially Zhao says, if we give it to them, they'll kill us. And the rock says, I don't care. I need to save my daughter. It's like, if you're dead, are they going to really bring her? Anyway, fine, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. He, he has to try. He has and, to try. And try he does. He does. With a double fake double cross where Zhao has a gun and, and pretends to double cross him, but then... The, the rock has an actual sword shoved down his pants. Yes. It's very, um, I don't know if you sword. remember Wonder Woman, um, where she's got a sword down her um, dress that she's been like dancing in all night. And then like she pulls out a sword that apparently she's been dancing with this sword, like essentially in between her butt cheeks the whole night. <laughs> the, yeah. The, the rock is a, has a sword down his back that he just pulls out and he just start, starts sorting people. Yeah, he straight up lied to Ben on every level, including the metaphorical level. Yes. Yep. He picks up the sword again, for sure. Literally and metaphorically full of shit. Mm-hmm. Anything for his daughter. Anything. Megan. So, of course, because we haven't yet used it. Yes. Getting back to we, it. We all run back into the Hall of Mirrors. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in the Hall of Mirrors yep. now. Chekhov's holodeck yep Chekhov's holomir holodeck Mm -hmm. uh of course megan and i are thinking okay bad guys get your shit together three people just ran into that room now there are panels everywhere and and images of them everywhere you just want them to die like you just you all stick together Mm -hmm. and then you strafe it with bullets yep and grenades which apparently they had apparently they had grenades Mm -hmm. just Break all the mirrors, and if you don't get them in the process, get them when all the mirrors are broken. It's not that hard, but then, of course, they just wander in and get picked off one by one. Yep. There's a lot <sighs> of, oh, they're going to get me. Oh, that's not a real thing. Oh, they're going to get the rock. Oh, that's not really the rock. Yep. 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 There's a moment where a guy the a guy tries to shoot the rock, but mm-hmm. he shoots a panel, and then the rock tries to stab the guy with his sword, but then stabs a panel, but then, oh, oh. They turn around and they were back to back the whole, the time. whole time. The whole time. The whole time. And then the rock finds Zhao, who's been shot, and they have a conversation. Go find your daughter. Yeah, sure. Why don't we get some chit chat going? Because, of course, it's not like your voices are the only way to distinguish you from the mirrors. Right. Yep. They loudly proclaim what they're going to do. <laughs> so they're picking them off, inexplicably not stripping the parachutes off of their back while doing so. Yeah. Because. They still need to get off of this burning building. The fire has reached this room. The mirrors are all cracking. It's madness. Yep. Whatever, everybody's dead except for Bota. He needs to find his daughter. Oop! there's Bota with his back to him. Oh, this is going to work out super well, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Oh, except no. Except that when Bota turns <gasps> around, he's got a child and a grenade. Oh, no. no. It's just like the beginning of the movie. Not again, Megan. Yeah. Ugh. Not again. Yeah. Oh, so upsetting. Except you've forgotten that this is a Hall of Mirrors and the rock is actually standing behind him. He apparently found the one holodeck panel that wasn't actually broken. And of course, just at, while um, the rock is saying, I'm behind you, it, it um, like the, the image like statics a little bit. It's like, wow, I'm because glad that didn't happen before. Because the entire room is burning. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything's on fire. <laughs> so good and then he gets knocked down a hole which i hadn't noticed had appeared in the floor yeah there's now a hole in the floor Mm -hmm. and he bota goes down the hole his daughter does not the grenade follows him down the hole and then blows him up before he could actually fall very far yep 
Bo- That's pretty excellent. Botaco down the hole? Botaco down the hole. Michael's going to so- enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he saves his daughter, but then they've not figured out how they're going to get off the burning building. And so they just kind of they just go fetal. sit down. Yeah, they just go fetal in the middle of the room and he's clutching his daughter to him and they're all going to die and whatever, whatever. But, oh boy, Nev Campbell is also in this movie. Yes, she is sometimes. Not she a lot, is occasionally but, you know. in this movie. She And she's very capable. She is. And badass when she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, she manages to escape with their asthmatic son. Mm-hmm. Yep. He sends them down through the fire in an elevator. Right. Which that scene. Yeah, that was like, scene. Okay. It's, I'm going to, I'm going to, Oh, he has an axe for a while, which I found deeply entertaining. Mm-hmm. He's just wandering around the building with an axe. Yep. Which he which... only uses to cut, in this scene, to cut a cable. Cuts a cable to make the elevator safeguards stop mm-hmm. so that the elevator will drop through the fire. Mm-hmm. And then once they're through the fire, the, the brakes will reactivate, but she has to pull the brake handle. Right. And so he's like, okay, you've got to fall down, you know, this many floors. So count to five and then pull the brake. Mm-hmm. So she counts down from five and then... Three seconds after that, pulls the brake. Yeah, you'd think you'd be right on that brake handle, knowing that you only have a small window in order to stop yourself from literally falling 200 feet. 200 floors, excuse me. And you can visually see that you are through the fire. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Guess what? (laughs) Because that's a glass elevator, Mm because it's a fancy building. Yes, indeed. Whatever. They've made it out of the fire. The police scoop them up. She explains that it's not him doing it, and she, she saw parachutes. Yes. She saw that they were going to, to parachute off the building. Mm-hmm. And so she determines where they're going to land because the cops are too stupid yep. to describe that they need a site that's going to be flat and not have a lot of people in it mm-hmm. and then not realize that a construction site is perfect for that. Right. Oh, what's this? Oh, that's that's nothing. That's just a construction site. Nothing's there. Well, bitch. <laughs> well, uh, okay. Let me do your job for you, police officers. Mm-hmm. Luckily, they bring her to this site. I I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the most dangerous person in the outside part of the gang, this woman who says, I don't know, maybe 10 words the whole time and just gives crazy eyes at everybody. Yes. Uh, almost gets the drop on the cops. But then Nev Campbell gets a drop on her. And then she gets arrested. And then she drops the tablet. The tablet. What? The tablet that we all forgot about. Mm-hmm. And she pokes some buttons, and then she gets to the fire suppression system, and his, her husband and her daughter are about to burn to death, which yep. she, of course, doesn't know, but she knows. You know, sure. she, she can't see them, but she, but knows she understands the urgency. Yeah. And then it's, she, oh, fire suppression. Oh, oh, reboot? Should I press the reboot button? Will reboot do it? I'm going to press it. Mm-hmm. And then she presses it, and then nothing happens. And then something happens, and then the fire suppression system just kicks on and immediately puts the fire It out. is a very good building. Zhao built an excellent fucking building. He built an awesome fucking building. Yeah. I mean, that to me is the real message of this movie. Yeah. He builds a badass building. That man is good at what he does. Yeah. And the thing is that the, his his flaw was that he gave the entire control of the building to one man on a tablet. I mean, like, that would be his single flaw. Yep. And then sent him into the streets without any security. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the tablet. Right. But don't worry, it was biometrically locked using the rock's face. Right. Not like somebody can, like, punch you and then make the tablet look at your face. And then, yeah. Anyway, cool. In his defense... 
I, I imagine after you've been in the immediate physical pre- presence of Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, no one is getting no this shit from him. That. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> Very true. You are a human Fort Knox. Uh huh. No one's gonna climb that mountain. Exactly right. Yeah, oh, it's so good. So so yeah, Neff Campbell ends up, um, you know, turning it off and turning it back on again saves the day. Mm-hmm. Which. Uh, another oh. bookend. Yes. Another bookend. She's she's having a nice moment at home before The Rock goes to meet with Zhao. And she informs him that her phone is broken again. Mm-hmm. And he said, what if, what if I told you that the best way to, to try and fix a, a computer problem is to turn it off and then turn it back on again? 90% of the time, that works. 90% of the time, that works. Woman is a surgeon. Yep. Woman is a Navy surgeon. She knows that. But I guess it's supposed to be an adorable domestic moment that you can then have at the end where she's just like, that's how I knew what to do. The best yep. thing to do is to just turn it on and turn it turn it off. And Exactly right. That's how technology works. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. It usually does work. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so, Amber, what did you think of this movie on a rock scale? I... Do you think okay. it was... Regrettable. Okay, we haven't, have we not rethought this yet? We, we were pitched some changes and I kind of liked the timber of those changes balls yeah i'm just not here am i i i don't exist to you in this moment yeah i'm i've sent that um to committee amber i'm 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 thinking about rethinking the rock how am i not on the committee i haven't even questioned the fact that i am not on the rock scale committee because you fought the rock scale every with every tooth and nail this whole time i think it just you like being a dictator that too Fine. I and mean, this movie is K with Crazy Balls moments. Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly K. Mm-hmm. And and then there are some really silly bits. And it does not lean into the silly bits. You know, no, there's a few... It tells you seriously. Yeah, there's a few quips. DJ yeah. saying, like, you know, there's nothing that duct tape can't fix. If duct tape can't fix it, you're not using enough duct tape. Yep. And it's, it's almost the only quip. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't lean into its silliness. You know, it doesn't, you know, the the movies that it's compared to fairly. You know, your towering infernos and your diehards. Yeah. You, know, you have Bruce Willis is just oh, quipping, quipping yeah. up hardcore while also being action star supremeness. Yeah. Ho ho ho. And, now I have a gun too. Come on, oh, man. God, come on. Classic. Mm-hmm. And you don't have good villains. Yeah. They're yeah, just these they're villains not, are meh. They're not menacing. There's no personality. There's no class. There's no, I mean, you definitely don't have any of that Alan Rickman mojo or even that Christopher Walken insanity, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Get your shit together. Mm-hmm. And do an Abby story. So I was in New York last weekend and our friend Michael came to visit and my brother was going to pick Michael up from the city and take Abby with him. And he told Abby that... Uh, Michael needed their help and they needed to go help Michael and asked Abby if she wanted to go help Michael. And Abby said, yes, that she did want to help Michael. And then my brother explained that we're going to have to drive into the city and pick Michael up. And Abby said, okay, can someone come with me? (laughs) Yes. Did she think she was going to be expected to drive? Yes. She thought she was going to go into the city and pick up Michael herself. So to make sure someone's right. coming good with her. All right, good on her for asking for help. Yeah. That was very smart. Exactly right. It's very practical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's important to ask for help when you need it. It is. Hey, Amber. Yes, Megan. 
do a Brooklyn story. What? Oh. (laughs) Amber presents Tales of the City. (laughs) So I walk my dog every day. And uh, we have a route because it's just easier than me trying to think of an original place to go. And it leads us around this park in a particular neighborhood in Brooklyn. And the park obviously goes by a road, as all things do. This is information you don't need. I'm just trying to set the scene. Don't be such a dick. Not talking to you, Megan. You seem perfectly pleasant. I'm just imagining people just getting really impatient because I'm not getting to the point, which is... I wear headphones, I'm listening to a podcast, I've got my little dog with me, I'm going along, and then all of a sudden I hear this like, I know you can hear me, bitch! And I glance to the left, and there's a car stopped on the other side of the street, Mm -hmm. with a woman hanging out the window, very angry at me because she must have been talking for some time, and I couldn't hear her because headphones. I remove the headphones. She yells, Where's the closest store? I need an ATM. <laughs> I know you can hear me, bitch. Where's the Salvation Army? I want to donate these clothes. I got some donations to make. I know you can hear me, bitch. Have you heard the good word? <laughs> Jesus is our Lord and Savior. I know you can hear me, bitch. I'm looking to, for the Red Cross. I'm going to go donate some blood. I do often like to ask people for favors and information by first assaulting them. Yes, verbally Verbally. assaulting people in order to ask for directions makes a lot of sense. (laughs) I point over to the nearest street with businesses on it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, that way? Fine. She speeds off (laughs) into the afternoon. Oh, well, very good. Uh, I know you can hear me, bitch. I need some help with this spare. These lug nuts just aren't coming off. Mm. <laughs> oh, Brooklyn. Yes, fantastic. This has been Tales of the City. Mm-hmm. Hey, Amber, do you also have a recommendation? Oh, God damn it! Every time? Mm-hmm. I, I just don't do that much. All right, let me think. Okay, movie or television show? Movie. Movie? Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay, okay. We've done a lot of it. movies. Hmm... Mm, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Most people have probably already seen this movie, but the Halloween season is is fast approaching, mm-hmm. probably will approach before this actually airs. So this is sort of a retroactive recommendation. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend Slither. Ah, excellent. Many people have seen it. They probably already know about it, especially since James Gunn now directs fancy movies like Guardians of the Galaxy and, and the Suicide Squad mm-hmm. follow up. I don't care. Nathan Fillion's in it. It's kind of a bit of a gross out horror movie with aliens infecting people and and making them do gross things and it's fantastic and silly and ridiculous and probably the best part of it for me is the bloopers where they follow people around and they talk about how terrible it is to work with Nathan Fillion (laughs) and how awful he is (laughs) and he is constantly telling everybody that he's Sheriff Bill Party. I think it's Pil- Bill Party. He keeps using the name of his character uh-huh. at the end of like sentences and statements and like, and after all, I am Sheriff Bill Party. Of course. And so it's just, I think there are two sections of bloopers where everybody talks about how difficult it is to work with him and, and him just doing this over and over and over again, culminating in a moment where he's, of course, giving a speech and then he flips over the chalkboard that's been behind him and it just has Sheriff Bill Party written on nice. it. Nice. 
<laughs> I haven't seen this in, in a few years, so I may be getting the details wrong, but I recommend watching Slither and then watching the bloops because they're real good. <sighs> Love bloops. Bloops are great. Nathan Fillion is fantastic, so obviously the bloops are top notch. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. I highly recommend it. Man, remember the bloops from uh, Serenity? Yes. Yes, I do. Nathan Fillion bloops are amazing. Yeah. The one where there's... <laughs> Get that little boy sleep with the angels string it up, but I need a new tournament. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, put book front and center. He's our friend. He deserves a place of honor. <laughs> oh boy, I knew oh you'd remember. God. I knew that. I knew what the lines were, but I didn't know the actual names or the words for the lines. I knew you would. Oh, I I know I'm not getting them exactly. No, you're right. right but yeah. that's what sticks in my head. Yeah, yep. Little boy who's sleeping with the angels. I need to do an ornament. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Oh Jesus. Oh Nathan Fillion, you funny motherfucker. Mm-hmm. See, that's, that's the Nathan Fillion, uh, Ryan Reynolds approach to acting just really appeals to me, especially in action movies, because you know yeah. you're going to get that good ass, like sarcastic, quippy hilarity. Yeah, absolutely. And a triple plus bloopers. Right. Exactly right. So yeah, let's just broad recommendation. Find Nathan Fillion bloopers. Mm-hmm. Bring some joy into your life. Yeah. Amazing. Your turn. Excellent. I am going to recommend Magic the Gathering. Nerd! Yeah. Um, this weekend when I was hanging out um, with Michael, we got to play some Magic the Gathering together, um, and it was delightful. Yeah, it's just, it's, for those of you who haven't played, you have um, um, cards, and you get creatures, and you get spells, and you only have enough um, kind of power to cast um, a certain number of these cards at a time and you kind of build these decks in order to um, the decks and the characters all support each other and you you know battle somebody else you know it's like Pokemon she says with a question because she's never played it and she's sort of just guessing because the only thing she really knows about Pokemon is the fact that Griffin plays it and she listens to my bim bam yeah exactly right uh huh I know what you do. Mm-hmm. So, so sort of a strategy card battle game. Yeah, and it's it's fun that they have like pre-made decks which play very nicely with each other or you can get a bunch of cards and you can make your own deck. Um and um yeah, both Michael and my brother play. Um I actually have a, a text thread going with Michael right now where we're um text playing um Magic the Gathering from uh, Massachusetts to Texas, so it's fun. That's adorable. Yeah. And an excellent use of technology. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot yeah, I really like playing in person because it you know, you just kind of go through and but it's this is second best. Michael, sure. I probably owe you a move and I'm getting right to that. Sorry for distracting her, Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Amber's fault, Michael. Yes it is. Come at me, bro. I I think we ought to just start talking to very specific listeners during the show. Yep. Specifically, we are now talking to Michael. Mm-hmm. I am apologizing and also challenging him to a fist fight. Yes, apparently. Megan, this has been great. Yes, it has. I want to All right, well, end let's this just, uh, the way I off. always end it. 
And yep, just just that way, the way that you always ended mm-hmm. by saying, "Bye, Amber. This has been fun." As I always say, Amber, rock the Casbah. Rock the the Casbah. Mm-hmm, rock the Casbah. I say, "Bye, Amber. Rock the Casbah." You don't rock say that because that would be weird, rock and I think Kasbah. our friendship would. What's the next line? What's the, what's the next line it's after that? Something like, "Shady, you don't like it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know the rock part, Amber. Leave me alone. Mm. You're a specialist. <laughs> I have to respect that, I guess. Exactly. Bye, Megan. Bye, Amber.